Hey, it's Jay and Chris here from Brainstew Podcast, and we've got some exciting news, Chris, haven't we? We certainly have. We are going to be doing Drunk Cast 3 soon, and we're going to be having some amazing rum from Two Lasses. Uh, they've agreed to sponsor this show, and we can't wait to get stuck in on their rum. Uh, you can visit their website and use the code BRAINSTEW10OFF at the checkout, and that will give you 10% off any purchases. Can't wait to do this show. Looking forward to sharing it all with you soon. Join us for some tasting with some friends soon. Thanks. Welcome to BRAINSTEW, the ultimate A to Z podcast. <laughs> All views and opinions of that are our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Good evening, <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, where it is, wherever you are. Um, this is Brain Shoe. we're back, and Chris is going to play some uh, tennis for you again. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidity has started, we're not even five seconds into this thing. I say we're back, because uh, last week you had a brief episode, because we had a week off. Yeah, uh, a brief. We literally had a week off, didn't we? We were on holiday, not together, but... Almost. Almost together, yeah. 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 But no, it was it was... It was nice to get away and uh, and just do stuff that didn't involve the daily grind. So yeah, no, it was, it was mm. really really fun. And yeah, we're we're back in with episode D. Mister T. Mister T. Episode T. Can you believe we're on T already? <sighs> no, it it, it, <laughs> it it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's been like a lifetime. But it's um. Well, we started this in January as a yeah a bit of fun and um. To be honest, I didn't think we'd make tea, but here we are. I'm 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 looking back on it and going like, wow, like the Cancer Bats episode seems so long ago. Yeah. But no, it's, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Well done us. Well done for making it all this way for episode tea. <laughs> well fucking done. Anyway, are you watching anything on the old telly box at the minute? <sighs> football. Lots and lots of football. Of course, that time of year. Season Footy. has started. Um, so yeah, I kind of twenty four watching has um, carried on. We did a bit more season two. Mm. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I've watched some films though. Oh, okay. Um, I at the cinema. I watched um, the Black Phone. The Black Phone. The Black oh Phone. yeah, yes, with uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh, any good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks, yeah, like dark. It looks quite creepy. Dark though. and. Kind of a slow burner, but um, yeah, worth it. Really, really cool. Oh, cool! I'll really cool. Um, and we went to see the new Minions. Yes, I did see that actually. Yes. Yeah. Which is good. I can't really remember what happened. May have fell asleep <laughs> during it. I think that's, uh, that's a classic <laughs> thing in it for most parents. Take, take your kids to watch something you can doze off to. And um, and I did start watching the other day um, the 2017 remake of It. Um, I'm getting my horror on. I'm kind of loving, Oof. loving, and like, yeah. I watched the first. Um, to be fair, I'd, I'd been out on the piss, and I came in, um, and I was like, oh no, I just have a quick something before I get to bed, and I'll put the film on. Mm. And I watched like the first twenty minutes, of that, and I was like, this is amazing. And then you stayed awake for another and, two hours. No, I then fell asleep on uh, <laughs> okay. on the sofa for six hours. Um, I'm not going to watch that. I it was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hate clowns, so it's uh, that's a creepy one for for me to watch. But the wife keeps trying to get me to watch it, and I'm like. Mm. Hannah does not like clowns. Um, clowns. Does not like scary films at all. Yeah. So yeah, I think. And she watched it. Yeah. No, no, she's not seen it. Oh, okay. She were, so I think we need to do this as a team, the four of us. <laughs> like, like yeah. you can be the emotional support for Hannah, and me and Joe will just sit there being like, 
this is amazing yeah, yeah probably yeah, yeah. Um, I might man up and give it a go you might have seen me a couple of weeks yeah. traumatised or next time you turn up at the podcast I'll be sat here with just like a, a red clown's <laughs> nose and you ain't come in you'll be like you're right I'll be like hey, yeah. <laughs> we are float down here <sighs> anyway yeah so what have you been watching I I really like documentaries at the minute really mm. into into them all like real life stuff so we're watching Ben Fogel the uh, okay real lives in the wild type thing it's really interesting going around the world seeing people living completely wild wow um or just off grid you know yeah off, out of the rat race type thing but envious of that quite a bit it's yeah it's quite interesting it's a good watch but yeah uh i'm gonna check that film out though the, the black phone i think yeah it's really good really yeah. good and it's more of a thriller than mm. a horror yeah yeah but it's still really good okay good stuff um shall we fetch the uh, the old mail oh, i think we should I forgot about the grand <laughs> new music. <laughs> yes, the uh, the amazing. I'm looking right at, at the stream deck right now. Yeah. And because I named all of these at the start of the episode the other week, I can't remember what they did. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to apologize. I apologize every week for the overuse of this this beautiful little gadget. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna. You ready? Okay. So emails, 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 emails. Um, right. So. We've we'd have an email from Will, Leanne, um, Viv, Ollie, and Marina, and, okay. and Pete. Who do you want to hear from? Uh, let's go, Marina. Okay, so Marina, some forty-one are immense. She's um, did not know Steve O thirty-two was a realtor. No, I didn't. Who told me that? Amazing, amazing. Um, really enjoyed that episode. That was great. I would have thought he's still making enough money off royalties though to to kind of. Not work. Yeah, because like Fat Lip yeah, is like, still like fucking grossing. They must have sold, well, who knows how many records they actually sold and how much money that, when that divides down, how much you get. It's, it's that lifestyle choice, I guess, as well, isn't it? It's the fact, I mean, and like, bearing in mind, like, obviously, you know, if you've not listened to Episode S, go and, go and listen to it now because it's kind of like the whole, um, the whole, you know, rock and roll story of ruin, isn't it? With the, um, you know Derek's whole tragic fucking falling apart and everything like that so it is, it is quite a you know a, a, an understandable thing that he would go no I, I don't want to do I don't want to be part of this yeah. anymore I, I, I want to live like literally live it can, it can get a bit much for people I would imagine yeah. you know trying to live that lifestyle permanently so Absolutely. can't blame him okay um, Will, Leanne, Viv or Ollie let's hear from Ollie Ollie says what's your karaoke song I hate that's do you know that's one of my fears karaoke really I'll tell you a st- quick story actually um, pro- this is probably why it's one of my fears now um, <laughs> was it done by a clown <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. no he's in um, I, th- I think he's um, dis- deceased now but there was a a pub in our local town called Dorothy's do you remember it mm-hmm. um, I was in there one night absolutely smashed and uh, there was a guy doing karaoke I think it was like a works night out and me and this girl from, from work were like, oh, should we do karaoke for a laugh? We both got up there, two mics. And uh, we chose Lost Profits, Rooftops. Oh. I know, and I was, <laughs> I was swinging the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this, and this guy took it off me and went, you do it again, mate, I'll kick you out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was like proper serious about his, um, 
karaoke machine. But to be fair, I was swinging the microphone around the room. So was this also with the lost profits things? When were you doing this? Because this that's kind of a. a diff- I think this was actually pre. I, I was going to say because yeah. you would have probably been kicked out <laughs> if it was post. You'd have been kicked out pretty instantly for choosing that song. But yeah, I can't blame him. I was smashed, and um, yeah. My my favorite. I I don't mind a spot of karaoke. Um, there's two songs that I like to sing on karaoke. It's not unusual. <laughs> no, um, I like "Should I Stay or Should I Go." Okay, yeah, because it's it's just it's a really easy song to sing, and uh, and also um, "Girl or the Bad Guys" one. Oh yeah, just because of the line "Does a mullet make a man?" <laughs> I can never get past that without laughing. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, yeah, great. Cheers, Ollie, for that. That's that good questions. All right, um, Viv, Leanne, or Will? Will. So Will, right? So I've I've scaled down Will's um, Will's message because. It, it it wasn't a rant, but it kind of it. I, are you okay, Will? Will's basically said game show idea. It's called. I'm really sorry. Well, it's called. Is his surname Will? First name Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know where my mind went then. No. Okay. Right. So, Wagon Will. <laughs> game show idea is called eager beavers right so you give two beavers a piece of wood to chew through yeah and then you bet on which one's going to chomp through it first <laughs> and then you go through to the next round so it's like a um a beaver lady and a tramp where they get to the middle no no so they've got i imagine that i imagine it is they're in their own little stall yeah. and it's like the, the like the trap comes up and it's like right go and then they're like chomp, 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 and whichever one finishes his wood first or clears through it is the winner. And that's, I love it. Yeah, it's, if the email had have finished there, <laughs> I would have loved it too. So he's put: give Beaver a piece of wood to chew through, bet on the quickest one. Yeah. Then give them hallucinogenic drugs to see what <laughs> happens next. Uh, yeah. No, we're not giving Beavers hallucinogenic. I mean, also, what what's he think is going to happen? Yeah, are you okay, Will, like you say? Because the beaver, you know, you're not going to be inside the beaver's mind. So you're not going to know that the beaver sat there chewing this piece of wood that he actually thinks is a unicorn. It just turns and stares at you wide-eyed. Literally, just like, it's like licking the the glass or whatever. It just, what? Are you okay, Will? Are you okay? But I appreciate your funniness. No. Leanne? (laughs) Leanne's gone for our first Shag Marry Kill. Shag Marry Kill, okay. (laughs) But she's put the Cardassian family, go. I don't know. Um, they they all look a little bit like in the sense of like they're all looking a bit fake, if you know what I mean, and a bit. Uh, I think super I, girly. I can't really answer the question because I don't really know enough about them. I, obviously, I, I know some of them, but I don't know. I know the one that Travis has married by look, but I don't know what her name is. So I'm very much like marry her to hang out with him. Yeah, but then he wouldn't be happy because I've married his wife. <laughs> uh, equally, he might be into he it. He her, he probably wouldn't be happy. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he would not be okay if you killed her. Yeah. Um, Leanne, I, I I, think it's too hard. I think it's the unanswerable question. Yeah, I think change the, change the celebrities. It might be a bit easier. I, I did this at, um, with a couple of uh, mates. Of night, and I obviously said, like, we'd had this email come in. Shag, marry or kill the Cardassian family. And one of the lads, just kill them all. <laughs> I was like harsh do I need to explain the concept of shag marry kill and he's like no yeah. no I get it just all of them don't yeah 
So it's like, wow, okay, so I haven't mentioned his name just in case. I can't say I've ever watched an episode of that programme, have you? No, I I think for me, I would love to meet them in a kind of a um, a proper, all right, guys, there's no cameras. Can I meet the real you? Because I've seen like bits of like the fake you on TV and whatever, but you know what? What's going on in there? Talk to me, you know? Are you okay? Do you need a hug? But yeah. Um, all right, who are we left mm. with? Um, uh, Viv. Vivian? What is your signature dish? Oh, I don't cook very often, but when I do, it's normally a chilli con carne. I knew it's... you were going to say chilli. Really? That's my go-to dish, yeah. I always, uh, I probably brag a bit too hard about how good it tastes, but... Um, and and Jody's probably like, yeah, shit, mine's better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so there's kind of like a um, a bit of like rivalry between, no, she, between the chilies. She does a good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. That's what she said. No, no, she's uh, she does the curries. She's she does yeah. a great curry. And uh, normally, if it's like, do you have chili this weekend? Um, it's like, yeah, I'm cooking then. Yeah, I my my signature is curry. Yeah. I do everything from scratch. So like every, not obviously not the rice. That would just be yeah. weird having like a rice field outside. But like, I make like like the base and everything from scratch and go from there. So it's, yeah. it's a proper like you know a, a twelve hour operation. Well, do, do you go spicy normally, or do you go like korma? Or? I have to like take the kids into consideration. So I'm I'm kind of trying to sort of like um like um build them up so they can have a bit more spice. So every once in a while when I'm cooking, I'll be like, fuck, a load of chili flakes in there and see what happens, <laughs> and it's. And to be fair, they they they're learning to take it, so it's really good. So, but I I kind of um, I've done probably I want to say like booners, bolties, and things like that. I'm kind of like in the mid range oh, of curries, and they're they're not saying no. I ordered one the other week um, from the takeaway, and it was um, they advertised it as a um, a staff curry. It's like this right. is one that like a the staff eat as so it's like so you know it's authentic. And um, I had a couple of mates around for a couple of beers beforehand. And um, my curry got delivered while they were there. And we kind of just carried on drinking. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'll eat curry later. Kids gone to bed. And I sort of sat there in the garden. There. And then um, put, put my curry in the microwave and microwaved it up. And bearing in mind, I was quite, like, inebriated by this point. Slammed. And just took, like, a massive, like, sort of fork full of this curry fuck me my head almost <laughs> fell off it was it was like the spiciest shit ever you know we like your nose is streaming and you're sweating yeah oh, it was just oh, unbearable see, that's, not, that's not fun it, no, that's what I mean yeah. and I was just like I think sober me like would never have picked that curry but slightly drunk me was like yeah I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll try, try one of these and oh my days and like the next day it was just hideous it was not anyway. Anyway, back to the plot. So Vivian, yeah, I, I make a good curry. Jay makes a mean chili. Um, guys, you know, chat at brains to you. What do you make a mean version of? Yeah, let's yeah. know. Just a quick kind of on on uh, chili and spicy foods and stuff. Yeah, if we said quick on chillians, <laughs> not, <laughs> not chillians. We could have a geography. I have no facts <laughs> on chillians for you. Uh, have you ever d- done this one with your, with your kids? So if they don't like spicy food and stuff, right? If you get some like like for instance, lint lint chocolate balls. Yep. We used to do this one. When the kids are like, oh, can I have one of those? You're like, nah, spicy, you wouldn't like that. And that was like, I'd go to, like, <laughs> if we didn't want to give them our special wow. chocolate or something. So uh, kids, kids could potentially grow up being like, dairy milk buttons, no, they're, they're horrible, spicy, they're spicy. Yeah. And in later life, someone's going to be like, yeah. are you okay? 
What? Have you had anything like that with your kids where you, you uh, try to put them off eating nice No, stuff? no, because literally, like, I think, like, with, with our eldest, like, when he was young, we had one of these, um, I can't even remember the name of it. It was, like, his posh cookbook. And it was, like, cheap meals for kids, but... So it's like, because they were like, oh, you can go to like the fish counter in your supermarket and buy like a cube of like salmon for 50p. Mm. And then you can like blend that and that'll make a really nice, and they'll experience it. So like when he was little, we were like fucking slaving away in like this professional kitchen at home, like making him like, I remember once it was like a salmon in a broccoli and cheese sauce and stuff like that while we're having spaghetti bolognese for the fourth day in a row. And it was just like, so he always ate well and it's like, he'll eat anything now. So I'm kind of like, I've never tried to shy them away from anything, but equally, I've never been down the route of you'll only eat organic stuff or vegan or anything like that. It's literally just a case of, no, you can try anything, but no, I don't mind them eating anything. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with it. And that well, was um, Kids Corner. Kids Corner, Kids Food Corner. <laughs> All right, and then it wouldn't be emails and letters if we did not have a message from Pete. Pete is getting fucking worse. What's he saying now? Fun week. The missus found my wank sock. <laughs> Luckily, she's only found lefty. Righty is behind the bookcase. Oh, no. All I can imagine, right, is, like, someone moving, or Pete moving, and someone, like, moving into this place years later, pulling out a bookcase, and then behind it, this sock just cracks in half. (laughs) Grim. I heard someone say a story on another podcast the other day about going into a hotel... And inside the kettle was some, like, dirty knickers. <laughs> in the kettle. So, I've got... I promise, people who have tuned in to listen to us talk about music, stand by, because we've got to go... I need to tell you this about a kettle. So, years, oh years, years ago, um, I was um, chatting with this guy, um, and we were talking about where we lived and stuff like that, and I sort of said, oh, yeah, no, I, I live, you know, in... Uh, explain my life and he was like oh I've been out on a night out there before I stayed in a hotel on the seafront and it was mm. amazing and he said yeah really funny story though he said I got absolutely we talked a lot about getting shit faced tonight um, drink responsibly people but yeah he was like I got absolutely fucking shit faced he said and um, on my way back to my hotel I uh, I bought a curry uh, from the Chinese and um, I was like oh okay and he said I woke up in the morning and he's like couldn't fucking find it He's like, and he's like, he's like did, I, did I make it up? And he's like, no. And he's like, I, I really couldn't find it. He's like, it smells like I've had Chinese. And he was like, oh, my God, have I thrown it out a window? Have I, like, left it in the elevator? What, what have I done with it? And then he went to make himself a cup of tea. And that's when he realised his curry had gone cold, so he tried to warm it up by pouring <laughs> it into the kettle. Like, fucking boiling his curry in the kettle. Yeah, it was just like... I what? love the, like, the thought process of like drunk him. Yeah. So, like, so what do you do with that? Do you like go down to reception that day and be like, hello, um, I'm going to give you an extra £20 because you need a new kettle. <laughs> yeah. Do you steal the kettle or do you try and clean the kettle? Probably clean it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I just imagine like checking out and be like, "Excuse me, sir, is that the kettle?" Yep, you don't want it back <laughs> with a spoon. Yeah, why not? Curry out of it. It's got curry in it. <laughs> of course, it has. Um, we've got another message here from um, somebody on the gram, right? The gram. This is Scoops Kid. Hey, Scoops Kid, how uh, are you doing? So, right? if you guys ever end up doing a Weezer or Good Charlotte episode, hit me up. Okay. So uh, we're past G. So Good Charlotte's not happening. Weezer. Ooh. 
I don't think it's going to be Weezer, sorry, but uh, yeah, well, we'll give him a shout out. Yeah, I mean, you know, hit, hit us, maybe hit us with some Weezer tidbits or something like that. But yeah, I think our, our W is pretty solid. Yeah. All right, should we move on to the reveal of this week's band? Well, I think we need to because everyone's been waiting very, very patiently for so long. Here we go. Tina Turner. Oh! Shut up. Nice. Oh, no! Shut up. Fuck off. Okay, right. Uh, sorry, this, this week's band... Strokes. See the the. Oh, okay. You yeah, go with that. It's yeah. All right. All I, right. I, it's really cheap. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I didn't write any other T's down. That's why. It's um, not. Oh, it's it. Oh, I've got one now. I've got one now. All the things she said. All the things she said. Oh, running through my tattoo. head. Tattoo. That is a song <laughs> that that fucking song should be covered by someone like um, Fallout Boy. Because they would do yeah. a fucking amazing. I'm sure I've seen like a Panic a, at the Disco a metal or, version or something. On yeah, YouTube, I'm, I'm but. like kind of like a proper like punk pop version of it with like some like proper like jarring. What about if we start a new band, but we just cover that song and then we finish the band, or just play that 25 songs in the set? <laughs> yeah, couldn't get that wrong, could we? Um, all yeah. right, um... Finn Lizzy. Finn Lizzy. How thin was she? Quite thin. Yeah. Boys were back in town though. Too thin, if anything. Wasn't thin after that, was she? <laughs> Pumped full of it. Oh god. <laughs> Tool. Oh my days, you've gone dark on that. Oh yeah, I, I don't need the suspend thing. Right. Trivium. Uh, top loader. Oh uh, no, fucking get out. No, <laughs> that, that, that's it. You, no. Dad's in the you, mood. Yeah, no, fuck off. Shut up. Alright, here we go. Alright. Oh, it's taking back Sunday, everybody. <laughs> you got this new hair filled up with food. Oh, just. We're not going to sing to you. Oh, so ask me who my favourite band are. Um, who's your favourite band? Taking Back Sunday. Oh, yes. It's They're so damn good. Strap yourselves in, motherfuckers. This is going to be a long podcast because. I think it might be, yeah. I fucking love, love, love. There's too love much to be band. said for this band. Yeah. Should we start on first song? Because it's probably the best point. Yep. What was the first start? TBS song that ever hooked you in? I got a Crane Magazine CD compilation. Um, I forget what year. Probably 2003, maybe. Uh, Decade Under the Influence. And I was hooked from that point. I heard... Um, this photograph is proof first, oh, yeah. and it? then decade, and yeah. then um, one eighty by summer. Yeah, <sighs> that album is just perfect. I just, I, I, yeah, it's you know, you know, like in in the shows previously when we've been like, it, it was a really important album for us growing up, or the the kind yeah. of the, the time frame you were in and what was going on and everything like that. The fact that TBS is like for me is like spanned that over like four or five different albums and and just yeah i but that certainly where you want to be and then doing the whole back catalog uh, back cataloging and going back yeah. to tell all your friends and be like oh my god this is like roarer yeah. and shoutier <laughs> but also calmer and nicer and catchy and and just yeah like oh those two albums were just fucking immense yeah i think the first three are pretty much flawless 
I don't I, think it's a bad song on any of those three albums. No, I, I, yeah, even even on the extended one of Louder Now when you've got like Brooklyn, yeah, because that's a fucking banging song as well. No, a hundred percent, wholly agree. Though those three albums are just fucking beautiful. So obviously, Taking Back Sunday's career has kind of chopped and changed. The members has been quite drastic, and going from the original lineup from um, Tell Me Friends. Right way through to you know change, changing with thread for the for two albums, then back to you know the same lineup again later on. Yeah, this th- quite th- you throw a Fazzy in there as well in the middle of, of it. Of course, yeah. Um, when Fred had gone, Matt Fazzy came in for I think it was an album he came in for for the uh, the new again album. I don't think anybody's done that before, have they? Gone back to the original. No, line. and it's so there's. This has always been the thing. I've always like. I think one of our mates has always said like, "Oh yeah, it's because everyone just falls out with Adam Lazara." Um, and I, I, I read in as much as you can into these things, and it's just it's it, it really is kind of you know differences of opinion, and 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 you know, and who who thinks they should be doing what, who thinks you know they should be you know what they should be bringing to the band. But yeah, yeah so it, when you've got a band that ultimately has changed so many times over you've got to wonder like what the end product is but again mm. like if you if you think like before um adam was in the band jesse lacy yeah. was in taking back sunday yeah. and then went off to form brand new and then they had this kind of quite a public feud so this was pre-tell all your friends though, yeah, right? this was yeah. pre-tell all your friends um so yeah and, and then you've got after tell all your friends you've got the the big incident if you like which is the fact that John and Sean have this chat and apparently they say, you know, John says to Sean, do you want to commit career suicide? Yeah. Okay, let's quit. And uh, allegedly the reason is because Adam was dating Michelle, who's John's sister. Right. And um, had some sort of indiscrepancy. Is that the right word? Yeah, I guess so. Basically something had happened. He, He cheated on her. And he'd apologised to her and apologised to John and said, you know, it was really, you know, a heartfelt apology. And then apparently later John was like, no, it, it wasn't a heartfelt apology and that's it, this band's done. Because then obviously John went and formed Straylight Run yeah, um, with Michelle, his sister, with Sean, and then with Will, who was the drummer from Breaking Pangea. So, so what happened in there was who was in the band Breaking Pangea? Sorry, I just when you said Will, I thought of Wagon Will again. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breaking Pangea, I don't even. I've Fred, never, I've never heard them. So that was Fred's yeah. band. Oh, was it? Yeah. I so, so what you've got is you've got the drummer from that band has gone off to form Australian Light Run, yeah. and the guitarist singer of that has gone into Taking Back Sunday, and then they enlist possibly the greatest bass player on the planet, Matt Rabano. Oh wow, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, this this whole kind of sound that we had, and we did okay with it, and we're starting to get a bit of momentum we have to change that and there's a dynamic in the writing because fred is very capable writer very capable guitarist but obviously where was that coming from before adam's great with lyrics and you know he was right so so that whole kind of makeup changes massively i was thinking about this earlier when i was listening to decade and the influence album um and, and louder now i think their best moments are those two albums and i think their best kind of the way they write as a band together during those two albums and it changes quite drastically after that so is that because of fred or is that just i think i'm not sure if it's because of fred i think it's because of the dynamic isn't it i think it's the fact that um 
excuse me, I think I think he's, he's purely Fred. Matt Rabano, great mm. bass player. Is he better than Sean Cooper? Quite possibly, but Sean Cooper is not a shit bass player. He's a, a phenomenal bass player Different as well. Both very, very good. But Matt is just... And, and, and this isn't like a Matt's better than Sean. It's more like Matt is better than 99% of the bass players on the planet. That's mm. that's not a, you know, it's not a, a shameful thing that he's, he's better than Sean. Um, but the... Yeah, I... I what would you what would you say your favorite version of their lineup is with the albums that have so, been created? I was thinking about this the other day, and that 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 was going to be one of the things I was going to put to you today and say, right, you've got to pick your all time TBS lineup. Yeah, and uh, I love John Nolan, I love Sean Cooper, I love Eddie Reyes, Adam Mazzara, and Mark O'Connell. It's that classic yeah. tell all your friends lineup, and then for the Taking Back Sunday self titled Happiness is obviously. Eddie left the band before, um, mm. well, recently. Before Tidal Wave. Um, yeah, and it's kind of, and again, like... You what know, was he in Tidal Wave? I think that Did was his... No, I think that was his... Running through notes very, very quickly. Tidal Wave, um, he, Eddie left after Tidal Wave. Oh, so he did finish that album with them. Yes, yeah. Very different. Yeah, and again, I I think that comes down to age, and I think that comes down to different perspective. It's not they're not the same people that they were. They've they've clearly gone on this yeah. massive journey. There's different people in the band. There's different, um, you know, there's there's different things affecting people's lives. So it's kind of, you know, we all people say we all mellow as we get older. I don't think everybody mellows. I think people just change and just kind of, you know, what you maybe was so keen on you know doing is, is something that, that you're not that keen on doing yeah, no, now do you know I what think, i mean i think they absolutely nailed it with at that moment to you know 2004 2006 that that was kind of the period where yeah. they were the the absolute hype of uh, the height of their career yeah, sorry I mean, um, yeah after where you want to be they signed to a major label they signed to water yeah. um they they produced louder now which is an absolutely phenomenal album um it was tight it was great um, and then they hit self-destruct because, and it, and and this is you know depending on which which stories you listen to, but it, it came from Fred because it came from Fred going, oh guys, yeah, I've written like eighty songs or whatever, for fifty songs depending on which which outlet you read the information from. But like, yeah, I've I've written this whole album of stuff and I I'm, I want to record it. But what I've also done is I've done like a um, a solo album. And um, yeah, I kind of like mm. I want to do that. It's never going to sit well, is it? And, and and it's like, and then Adam listens to it, and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? These are Taking Back Sunday songs. This, this, what you've done is you've written Taking Back Sunday songs, and then you're gonna you're gonna go and do that on your own. Yeah. Well, like, what the fuck, you yeah. know? And and like, it's not fair. and and so on the next album, <clears> when I see Fred had left and um, formed the Color Fred, and Fazzy came in, the song Capital Me is all about Fred. And it's a proper yeah. like slagging him off, and uh, and even in interviews they're like that guy should listen to this song, and they should, you know, he should really kind of listen to these lyrics because that he that this song's all about him. And then like years later they made up, and they're all pally again now. But I'd quite like to see that lineup again and see if they could recreate, you know, another louder now. Well, it's it's been talked about <clears> the <throat> touring they would have some of the past members come back and play some songs. But the, the guys are like, what's the point? That's just nostalgia. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't need to do that. I think the, the biggest question I had was, would you trade off? Would you risk 
where you want to be in Louder now for them never splitting up in the first place. That's true. Which, uh, like, literally, theoretically, if you could do that, if you could say the indisc- indiscretion... Did I say that word earlier? Was that almost... I think uh, it did. No, anyway. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I probably said something like um, independence or... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm losing words. Anyway, so so you basically, you've, you've got the choice of saying, um, taking back Sunday after Tell All Your Friends, continue in that lineup. Nothing happens in terms of, you know, kissing other people's friends and stuff like that. And, I think and I'd, love to, that way. I'd love that. Yeah. But... If you do that, where you want to be in Louder Now wouldn't be made. That's that's the trade-up. So you risk losing those two yeah. for the knowledge of yeah, but what could they have done? What would the you know what would have John Nolan, Sean Cooper's input been to the next lot of Timber Timberwolves in New Jersey? You know what what would have been album two for those guys? No, I would just I would love to have kept that lineup from Louder Now carried through. Three or four albums, what would they sound like? Surely they would just be perfect. I I would, I love you, Eddie Reyes, but I would trade you off for Fred. Absolutely. And I would just have, you know, Fred in there with John yeah. and Sean. Matt, Matt oh, Rubano, that line would be awesome. Yeah, but, with John. Uh, yeah. But obviously, like with, with Sean Cooper, because he's just Sean Cooper. He's a ninja. And in fact, with Sean Cooper. So. I, I like all of their albums. I love them. I think they're great. But when, when, it, when you get to Tidal Wave, that's where I lose it a bit. I've I've listened and listened again and again, you know, to try and really get into it. There's a few cool songs, but for the most part, do you think Adam's um, southern roots um, shine through too much in that? His, possibly his um, accent, his his pronunciation. His... He's always had that anyway, and that. Well, kind he, of... I mean, he he. This is the thing: is the band are from like. Uh, Long Island, but Adam's not from Long Island. He's from North Carolina. Yeah. So you know he he's been, you know he, he moved to Long Island. So you, you forgive my geography. I don't quite know um, every state in in the US how it is, but he he's always said he's got that kind of that, that sort of that that's that yeah. And his, it's like he says he loves listening to country music. That's that's his. Well, it, maybe thing. that is more his influence coming through now. And that that's how I see it. So like I know we've had this conversation like off um, air about like. Um, not gelling with Taking Back Sunday, like newer stuff, and I'm like, yeah. I I listen to it for what it is and go. There was, well, there was moments of the clash in there actually. I don't know if you you probably did pick that up, but there was a lot of that going on, like dirty punk type, yeah, type vibes. Just but. just that, yeah, because like when they first started writing that, John came in with that riff for um, it is Tidal Wave, yeah, yeah, it Tidal is, Wave, yeah. yeah. When he came in with that riff, and I was like, that's just the Clash, and I was like, and obviously being a huge Clash fan, I was like, yeah, and it was just like, that's yeah, what are you gonna do? When the law breaks in, oh no, yeah, no, 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 you don't. And but it's the way that he sings that bit as well is very kind of like countryish. It's a cool it? song. I do like Tidal Wave as, as a song. And I think he tries to put too too much or not. No, let's rephrase that. He doesn't try to put. He puts. That's how he wants to perform that song. In my mm. opinion, it doesn't sit well with me because when I listen to a decade under the influence or everything must go or oh. those kind of songs. That isn't present as much. There's an element of it, yeah. but it's not the dominant thing. And I think in Tidal Wave, it is the dominant Towards thing. Towards the end of Tidal Wave, that I forget the name of the song, I should have written it down, but there's some weird, like, uh, Kanye West, like, vocal thing yeah. going on. It's, yeah, it's bizarre, but... It's, it's experimental, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you've, you've got... The Happinesses album was a great album. Beat Up Car, superb, Flick of Fade. Just Big songs on that album. Huge, huge songs. And, and even, I mean, the self-titled album, where you've got things like... Faith, um, you got me. 
Yeah. Um, best places to be a mom. The 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 my biggest bugbear with that. So when they felt, I got so excited about this, and I was like, so obviously this was their re- reunion. The reunion. reunion so I, I've yeah. gone all over the place with this, but <laughs> got got so excited. But the reunion. Yeah. So basically, Fazzy and um, Matt Rabano are told. Uh, well, it, prior to that, this is all allegedly from what I've read, but they basically say um, the band just doesn't feel like the band anymore. It doesn't feel like Taking Back Sunday. The only way we can make it feel like Taking Back Sunday is if we kind of go back to how it was. And coincidentally, what happened is that like months before, like um, John had put a post on the Straylight Light Run site saying this is kind of the end for us. Like ultimately music's a business and when business isn't good, you got to kind of stop. Yeah. So we don't really know what holds for us next. And, but you know, thanks for supporting us and, and we'll kind of go. And then all of a sudden there's this conversation that like Mark O'Connell says to like Adam, like, why don't we get Sean and John back in the band? Because, you know, I've, I've had a chat with them. They, they want to do it. Can we do this? And apparently they, they all met up uh, in this room and they thinking it was going to be really tense and everyone just burst out laughing. It must be so cool for them though, to, you know, because when they were in the band, they didn't really have the success. Yeah. And then to come back to the band after they've been on major labels and things, yeah. to to then have that pressure of they've got to you know keep up with that and learn other people's songs. Oh as well. yeah, yeah. So, like, cause I remember like reading Sean's like um, on Instagram and stuff, and he's like, oh yeah, I had a dream last night about like the first show back, and we opened with Liar, and I was playing the band, and it's just like, oh, it's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. But for me, it was absolute pure fucking heaven of like, I've got this, you know, because it was like, oh, the band's gonna split up there, and it's like they're not splitting up. But also, yeah. they're fucking, they've got the original line of, oh my fucking God, this is going to be immense. And then they put this version of Best Places to Be a Mum on this, um, it was literally a 30 second teaser. And I was like, that's, and I must have listened to this 30 second advert <laughs> about 500 times because I couldn't get over how good the vocals were, the, the John, and, and it was just like, this is what that second Tell All Your Friends album would be, uh, Tell All Your Friends album would be. And then when they put the album out, they changed it. They changed the way that best places to be. No way. Yeah, and, and it was just like, oh man, you killed like the the, yeah. the the first draft of that or whatever draft it was. It's obviously it's nowhere near as aggressive as 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 telling your friends, you know, the original album. But they've, like you say, they've matured a lot by this point. It's interesting, isn't it? Because the the aggression comes from John Nolan shouting. Yeah. Because when when you listen to like the the musical structure, there's not aggression in the way the songs are played, is it? They're not like hardcore songs. There's, it's just the shouting and the mm. kind of the, the, I guess like the double bass and stuff like that. But it's not, I, I don't class them as like a heavy band. I just think they're very good at portraying hurt and like it's, Yeah, it's just that aggressive and, vocal that comes across to And the, get you the lyrics out. that really kind of like cut. Mm. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think like that. But yeah, certainly when they moved away from that, and went into the more. What was cool as well is we actually got got to see them live. We thought you'd never get to see Take Back Sunday original lineup live, you know, which is is pretty cool. Yeah, and they yeah, and that was that was with Eddie as well. Well, obviously with Eddie, yeah, yeah. and that was yeah. amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing because we were stood waiting for them to go on, and John Nolan was yeah. chatting to these people, obviously who he knew, and I had one of those like kind of real like. Um, starstruck moments. Like, All I want to do is go up to him and say, <laughs> can, I, "Can I just say hello and have a picture?" And I was yeah. like, "I didn't." And I'm glad because I would I would have walked to him and gone John Nolan, uh, John Nolan. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> John Nick kissed me. What? So yeah, but oh, oh. Um, obviously we've not had an album for six years. They're working on one now. Yeah, I was hoping that you were going to tell me that they are. 
Yeah, um, it was rumoured in 20 uh, June was the last time I read anything about it. It was March as well that they were spending, there will be a new TBS album out by the end of the year. Awesome. So I, I think... Hopefully it's... Uh... We, had, we had 20 in 2019, which was the 20th anniversary. Obviously the, the, the greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. the greatest. But I think one of the most underrated offerings they have is the live Orange Sands. Oh, yes. I love that. Because, like, so, so one of my favourite TBS songs is um, Everything Must Go. Yeah, same. And, like, when I first heard that song, so that and Carpathia on that album were just absolute fucking rages for me. And that was, like, you know when a, a song just hits you and you're just like, oh, this is so emotional. Almost, like, just feel like crying right now. The, yeah, they break so all the, the yeah. songs down. They're completely different on that album. And, like, when, when I first heard Everything Must Go, I was like, this is just fucking amazing. And then when I heard it, uh, and I did the whole um, Oren Sands, I listened to it in the dark with headphones on. Yeah. And I was like, when that kicks in with like the um, the the string section in it as well, the, mm. I think the guy's called Judgment Day. Um, and it was just like, oh, yeah. oh, what are you doing to me? This this is just, some of the songs were shit. Yeah, like, if, like if singing to me and stuff like that. A, just like, anyone listening is a, is a Take a Back Sunday fan, but you haven't checked that live album out. Yeah, where have you been, dude? Go and check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really stripped back acoustic with strings and orchestra. It's, and I think what what it shows as well is like you know give credit where credit's due because because it shows how much uh, amazing musicianship uh, uh, Matt Rabano, but actually how fucking talented Matt Fazzi is. Yeah, because his vocals are superb. Uh, you know he's playing multiple instruments. Um, his harmonies are just, you know, that I, I think he was the best vocalist for harmonies that the band's ever had. Yeah. I think Fred was... Fred and, and was, Adam did it well. Did it well. And I think for the rawness, um, John and yeah. Adam worked. But yeah, so Fazzy's vocals were just fucking great. And on the, um, the Live at Bamboozle as well oh, yeah. in 2009, um, when they do... Um, there's no, is it you know how I do? Or, no, there's no I in team when they do that and Fazzy's vocals and that are just great. Awesome. Uh, and it, I, yeah, oh, I could talk about this all night, but like, I don't yeah. think for those of you who have been to TBS shows, there is no better point in a TBS show ever than when they get to the build up in cute. And then it stops. And it goes, why can't I feel anything? For yeah. Anyone other than you. When the crowd see it, that—that's just that's <laughs> orgasm right there. That—that that is literally. When I die, I want that at my funeral, but I want it to get to that point that when it does that, everybody has to sing that. Not like kind of like you know, everybody <laughs> has to sing it, and then when the drums come back in, yeah, everybody has to mosh. Okay, I'm just gonna write that down. Yeah, yeah, it's in my will. It's fine. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, no fucking hell. That that bit is just the first time I heard them do that. I was just like, "Oh my god, this is fucking outstanding!" Do you know what? I, I really like the um, the line in um, "You're So Last Summer," where it's like, "You you could slit my throat, but I'd apologise for bleeding on your shirt." It's like, where does that line come from? Just it sounds I mean, like something out of um, a film or something, doesn't it? There, yeah, because didn't that the um, the video for that was um, Fight Club? I think wasn't it? 
I can't remember. I, I, they did like a Fight Club video. I can't remember if it was for that or whether it was cute. But yeah, I, you know, the, this is one of my so, favorite things. So that, deep and dark, their their lyrics sometimes. This is what drew me in when when you sort of listen to like songs like um, Bonus Mosh. Yeah. And and just the 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 lyrics and the kind of the um, decade and the influence the the whole like um, coming over, but it, it was never enough. Yeah. You know the. I got a bad feeling about this. Literally, just that I've got a bad just feeling about this. Line. And then when that just ramps up and up and up, and then with the "I am you" bit on the dip, because the the way they layer vocals and the way that that comes, they really across, offset each other, don't they? Like and like, how many times we've been in bands and tried to achieve stuff like that, and it's just <laughs> so like, difficult. It's you know we've we've had a, like a, a little bit of success with it, but never to like the level if you're like. It's always like, oh yeah, do that, like taking back Sunday thing, where it's just this whole like, and it's like, nah, it just sounds nothing like it. Fair place for them. Um, did you did you check out the? It came out this year with um, track that they did with Steve Aoki. Yeah, I did. I didn't mind it. It was quite good. Um, it's catchy as hell. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. And um, he's Adam's done a couple of things with because they did the um, fucking whatever as well. I yeah, think, like the super bad, and that was okay. But again, it's more like. Record more Taking Back to Sunday, man. Yeah. Do more of that. But No, it was, it was a cool song, though. It was kind of like that classic, you know, Calvin Harris pulls in a celebrity to do a track with him. It's that it's that vibe with um, Steve Aoki, but Adam mm. does some cool vocals on that. Yeah, no, I, I, I've got a lot of time for it. It's, it's good. It's just not, not what I want him to do. No, no, he doesn't absolutely. answer to me, so it's absolutely fine. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, Eddie Reyes as well. So I, I didn't know why Eddie had left, and I couldn't find it for ages as to why... Eddie had left the band um, and because nothing was ever really published about it I assumed that it was on bad terms or something. Yeah. and I found something um, I think it was actually on Wikipedia so again you, you take the quality of the uh, the you know the writer ability that anyone could check but it was basically apparently he'd left because he left of his own accord because he was struggling with alcoholism and what um, chord was it? huh? what chord did he leave on? I can't believe he just did that <laughs> Sorry, mate. Stand by, everyone. Oh, um, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Fuck off. Shut up. And um, you can have that one. Thanks, mate. You ready? You ready? Go. You ready? Go. He left of his own accord, Jay. <laughs> Because he had a problem with alcohol, is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. and um, they've never replaced him because the door is open. Oh. Yeah, so that's that was... That's interesting. Yeah, so I don't know how much of that is true, but it was basically mm. it was the fact that he said he wanted to sort himself out and uh, one day get back, you know, hopefully come back to the band. And that's obviously why, I'm going to say obviously, like yeah. it's the, the only reason, <laughs> but um, their um, touring guitarist, Nate, Coogan, Coogan, I think it is. It's amazing. Great musician, great vocalist, um, great guitarist, great keyboard player. Um, I always thought, well, the, the natural progression he, yeah. he he's going to become the you know the new kind of um, the new kind of member in the band. But he's just stayed as a session guy, and <clears> I was like, oh, maybe that's because hopefully Eddie Eddie might get the better of his demons and come back because Eddie started yeah. a band, Fate's Got a Driver as well. And they had some really cool songs. But um, okay, I don't know. Them. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, what did you think of uh, their Weezer cover? Good. My name is Jonas. Yeah, That's pretty it. cool, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's much else to 
go on, like uh, song wise. But um, quick look at the the Spotify rundown. Yeah, that's it's not surprising. Um, what would you in your head? Before looking at that list, what would you th- say the top song was? I would have said it would either have been Make Damn Sure or Cute. Yeah, I was going to say Make um, Damn Sure because that's been massive. When you know when Louder Now came out, that was huge. Yeah, that song. Yeah, first first hit on a major, um, but Cute. I, I just it, it spooks me. Like he wrote the lyrics to Cute when he was eighteen years old. Yeah, eighteen. That's fucking nuts to write that quality. Of you know, and people might look at it and go, "It's not quality." So, in my opinion, it is absolute quality. That at eighteen years old, that's just phenomenal. Yeah, you've not really experienced much in life, no. really, have you? At that age, but to be able to just the whole like a thousand clever words and written clever napkins, you know, I just uh, yeah, I got, yeah, I can't, <laughs> I just can't. Well, that is their uh, most played song on Spotify, one hundred twenty-nine million. Chris is currently miming the the lyrics. Oh, anyway, sorry. Uh, followed by Make Damn Sure, 128 mil. Yes. Yeah. All right, it brings us to that time, Chris. Favourite song, favourite album? Oh, favourite album, Where You Want to Be. Same. Absolute belter of an album. Favourite song. That's hard, isn't it? That's what she said. Um, I've got a short list. Mm. Um, I bet they're the same as mine. Decade and the influence. Yeah. Um, everything must go. Yeah. Slow dance. Mm. Good song. Make damn sure. And <laughs> it's it's got to either be everything must go. It well, if you said to me, you can only listen to this Taking Back Sunday song for the rest of your life yeah I'm torn oh Better Homes and Gardens I forgot about Better Homes and Gardens oh it would have to be Everything Must Go or Decade Under the Influence yeah I couldn't I couldn't choose between those two because found a house with that was that wasn't Creed or Nickelback by the way that was um, that was Adam Lazar Oh, I love that. I just love that song. It's just a... Uh, All right, everybody, go and listen to... Player with nothing but James Taylor. <laughs> go and listen to A Decade Under the Influence by Taking Back Sunday. It will, it will cheer you up. Guaranteed. And everything, let's go. I'm fucking raging. I, I want to go listen to it right now. But listen yeah. to the rest of our show because it's really good as well. I reckon we should shoot over to your tidbits. I beg your pardon? How dare you? Tidbits, you say? Tidbits. Tidbits! That was good. Yeah, thank you. That was different. Maybe you should do that every week. Do a little bit of a song over tidbits. Okay, so I revealed a tidbit in the show about um, Adam dating um, Michelle Nolan, John's sister. And an alleged, I, I didn't write it down, an alleged indiscretion, so I was using the right Ooh. word, well done me, um, is what led to John leaving the band. But, yeah. did you know that what career, that's really bad English, did you know what career 
Adam Lazara would have liked to have taken up had he not been a singer of a kick-ass rock band? Uh, I want to say a shoemaker. What's, what's the what's the name of a shoemaker? Cobbler. Cobbler. That's it. Yeah. No. 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 Nope. Uh, or, or some kind of like hat maker or something. Nope. Uh, I imagine him like out on like a dirty farm track somewhere. Buskin, or you just think he's a hick, don't you? Yeah, he, he, he's gone that way now, hasn't he? So Adam Lazaro wanted to be a marine biologist. Hmm. I loved the idea of being a dolphin trainer, which would have meant going through school and getting qualified. It was more that I loved dolphins than anything else, though I was already interested in science. When I discovered rock and roll, everything changed, and that got forgotten. And that was in the future Kerrang. So I wondered if he ever combined the two. <laughs> Yeah. Flipper fade. <laughs> Every fin must go. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Make clam sure. Oh, you've really thought about this. I, I had to because I need to do free because I thought it'd be on if it But yeah, so yeah, that, that's, that's my tidbit for this week. Um, yeah, I like Adam Mazzara was going to be a dolphin trainer. Mm. Well, he wasn't going to be. It's not as if someone offered him the gig, but yeah. it's more like that's what he wanted to be. But yeah. It yeah. would have be been pretty cool if he's like, guys, I'm leaving the band. Um, now, like, why? And he's like, because everything must go. Yeah, every fin must go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Other bands beginning with T. Oh, so this this was a real, real struggle to... It wasn't a real struggle to pick Take Make Sunday, but it was... A but re- don't use the. It would, no, uh, but it was a real struggle to not include these guys, which are tiny moving parts. Oh, what band. So they're not punk pop. They are alt rock, but they're more kind of mathcore, stroke, emo kind of. Yeah, I just, think we've 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 spilled our love for them. They're just new just album incredible. out at the moment, which is a self-titled album, which is brilliant. Do you know uh, what? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm gonna though. It, they're I'm just excited. they are the nicest guys. Um, I've had the pleasure of, of chatting with Matt a fair few times. Um, I've met Bill a couple of times as well. He's really funny, and I, I've, I think I've met Dylan once, and they're all really nice guys. Um, and they're just so fucking good at what they do. Like the musicianship that comes out of those three guys. Like, like Bill is is an insanely good drummer, just yeah. insanely good. Matt is an amazing bass player, and I think Dylan is. I, I, that the, that the, guy is an alien. The best guitarist I've ever seen live. <laughs> it's like incredible. I'm throwing that much out there because to sing, jump. And play and tap and and you know remember tunings and fucking capo positions and and literally throw himself into every song like he does. I've got a theory. He's got more than one brain. I think he's got more than one, more than two fucking hands. He's an octopus. <laughs> yeah, he he's is. just like. But yeah, if if you have not seen the band Take Taking Back Sunday, um, the, <laughs> apologies. I may have may have broke wind live on air. There. <laughs> oh dear. You ready? Uh, yeah. Apologies. We're not editing that. Come on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if if you've if you've not seen Tiny, that's that's why I like lost control because I was trying to, yeah. I was trying to <laughs> really really hold in that. Um, yeah, Tiny, where was I? Tiny moving parts, guys. Go and explore them. Um, check mm. out. Um, I think start with the album Swell um, track Caution and Feel Alive. Fucking unreal. And then you will grow into the the TBS uh, the TBS the, the Tiny Moving Parts world. Have a look at the back catalog. Have a look at the new stuff. It's just they're just unreal. They're just so fucking I agree. Good. Totally agree. What other teas have you got then? 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, my days. I didn't even think about them. 
they're just uh, they get a lot of flack, but I think they're awesome. I mean, like that that's just pure jealousy for how much talent Jared Leto oh, has, isn't it? Yeah. Just like, to be a, an actor and, and people oh he's not a very good actor. It's like He's just so cool, isn't he? He's just fucking ledge and he's yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, he is alright. You prick. <laughs> you fucking starting, you fucking You ready? Yeah. Go. Should we just reel a few off? Because uh I think we're um people need to hear I that. People need <laughs> people need some uh, bullshit chat now. They do, yeah. Um television. Terrorvision. Terrorvision. Band from my youth. Love that band. I'm going to give you three in a row. Yep. Thrice. Uh, got thrice. Thursday. Yep. Tonight Live. Yep. Trash Boat. Good one. Um, Tina Turner Tribute. <laughs> oh, those are the other ones. Those are the ones, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all good. I've, um, I don't know if there's any more. Well, I'm sure there are, but... Um, Transit. Transit. Oh. Turnstile. I don't know if Turnstile. They're awesome. Really awesome. Uh, this Fall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got tumbleweed on there. Uh, no, I removed it for the clap. Uh-huh. Oh no, no, I removed it for the new the new thing that we're doing. I've got a slow clap and I've got a fall. Oh, okay, that's not a fall. That's just fail. Sorry, my eyesight's going. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, um, that was taking back Sunday. Taking back Sunday. <laughs> Have you got one of those title fights for us? Have I got one of those there title fights for you? Let me see in my little box of gadgets here if there be a title fight buzzer. There's a fucking title fight buzzer right here. They all float down here, Jamie. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's title fight with clouds. Is, is this going to be um, Pennywise versus... It fucking is next week now. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, See, so, so, um, unfortunately, um, a lot of our um, global listeners won't know a couple of these people. Oh, right. Um, so um, I'm just going to say um, Google them and, and find out more about them. Um, so they're two British uh, TV presenters this time. So we have got um, Jeremy Kyle. Ooh. With a super soaker full of a dehydrated monkey's piss. <laughs> Where does your mind go? Dehydrated monkey's piss. I spent some time with monkeys recently. Oh, yeah. Went to Longleat. Yeah. Monkeys stole the parking sensors off the back of my car. <laughs> Pricks. Nice. Um, versus Noel Edmonds with a Breville Pie Magic. And what, what now? A Breville Pie Magic. It's a pie maker. Right. Swing it on the cable. Or make pies and throw the pies. Anyway. Okay. Off you go. Jeremy Kyle was uh, swaggered into the old Morrison's Cafe. <laughs> uh, he's still in his suit from uh, he's just from how many years ago he got fired from his own show. <laughs> he sits down. Uh, he orders a um, a Breville cheese toasty. Nice, nice. And he wants beans in that bad boy. Two rows down. In comes Noel with his pie maker. Pops it on the table and says, you got an extension lead? I should do. Because Morrison's don't serve these pies. Homemade pies. But what he wants to do is plug it in while she goes and does the shopping and come back and his pie's ready. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile... Kyle pops out a little super soaker out of his backpack. Yeah. And it wasn't 
the you know the huge one that you think it's going to be it's it's one of these like little tiny ones right filled with monkey a dehydrated monkey's piss it's Thank quite, you, it's quite yeah. sort yeah. of you know pungent smelling yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> <laughs> no is um popped off to the electricals because they haven't got an extension lead to plug in his pie maker so uh Kyle pops over squirts a load of the the monkey jism into the pie it's not jism it's, it's piss De- dehydrated monkey yeah. piss yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway, this has been rank for weeks. It's been sat in a, a little vat thing, uh, and it's gone mouldy and like just proper minging. So he, he's popped that into um into the pie. <laughs> Noel pops back. He's giving it, giving the eye across the table, and he says, "No, thank you. I'm I'm straight." Because um, <laughs> in this vision, Noel is um, yeah, no, into men, uh, but um, so. The pie, the, the pie's cooking away. Uh, meanwhile, Kyle, Kyle's toasties come back out with the beans in it. Kyle's toasties sounds like a fucking a college alt rock band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And next up, it's Kyle's toasty. Yeah. So um, he's uh, munching away on the beans, burns his tongue. Um, so he's injured, can't say a thing. Um, and then Noel bites into the the, the monkey pie. Uh, and it immediately poisons him. His internal organs um, start to burn like Are you acid. Serious? Yeah, because it's, it's it's caused some sort of reaction when it was cooking. Nice. Um, <laughs> passes out. Stone cold dead. And and then Kyle's like tries to say I am the winner, but he's got no tongue because it's burnt from the beans. And then that. Yeah. And then yeah, wow. Kyle's the winner. Fucking hell! That was that was beautiful. That was. You ready? Go. That was just... Jeremy, Jeremy Kyle for the win. Jeremy Kyle for the motherfucking Oh, hang win. on. Let me put it on the board. Okay, yeah. Going up to the board. Uh, Have we got space on the board anymore? Space, so. so, Professor Sherman Clump, Mr. Bean, Mary Poppins, Jay from the Inbetweeners, Ron Burgundy, Will's mum from the Inbetweeners, some rabid raccoons, Brianna Tarth, Pamela Anderson, Chunk with a ladle, David Brent with the guitar, and... Jeremy Kyle with a partially filled super soaker of a dehydrated monkey's wee. I'm not really sure that counts. So yeah, no, it's fine. We'll, that'd be fine. If not, we'll just change it on the day. Right. That uh, that is a uh, quite a, a hustling, bustling group of people ready to fuck shit yeah. up. Okay, right. So, would you like a story, Chris? Well, only if it's going to be a cool one. That was so Alan Partridge. What's that? Here's a cool story for you. Your lipstick is gone and don't bother me, Joe. I know exactly what goes on. Cool story, bro. Mm. Mm. Take a McSunday version. I have a story from the news. A story from the news. This is the time when I get my jingles out and, and try and yeah. make you laugh lots like this. <laughs> fuck's sake I can't do it what was that one face punch okay right here we go here we go listeners and for you Chris in the room look at your, look at your wobble on your chin then <laughs> Run not to laugh you ready yeah. go go no, no I'm going to be professional and not laugh at that because it's not funny go <laughs> <laughs> right 
Thief moves witnesses through car window in police appeal CCTV. TV. Okay. The. Police have released a wanted appeal with a difference, as one of the thieves has not shown his face in the CCTV footage. Instead, officers are hoping he might be identified by a different aspect of his appearance, due to his bare-faced cheek. They shared CCTV footage of two men pinching tools from a nearby van as part of a spate of similar incidents in Coventry. As one of them gets to work stealing the items around worth around £600 from a vehicle after smashing its window, the other decided to moon witnesses from his getaway car. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the thieves who struck the van Go. on Fredley Grove <laughs> <laughs> on the morning of August 11th. <laughs> Fredley Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that, like an interview or something? It's just like, it's like in um in um, Bruce Almighty when he's yeah. he the knees. <laughs> uh, on August 11th, they're thought to be linked to a wider group that have targeted more than forty tradespeople across Coventry. <laughs> Coventry Police Detective Inspector Steve Lewis said that of the mooning thief. We had a bit of fun with the video in the hope it will be widely shared and generate information about who might be involved. But these offences are no laughing matter. These brazen thieves have stolen tools worth for thousands of pounds and everybody's been left out of pocket and inconvenienced. We need to find the thieves, Chris. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you recognise them by arse or by face? Yeah. yeah. Really Get well, in touch. You done really well and on this one. And there's a picture of him mooning... <laughs> Mooning out the window. You can't see this, everybody, but uh, imagine uh, an arse out of a window. Slept slept safe and close to the window. Slept (laughs) safe and close to the window. I love the, uh, well, they they said it themselves, the bare-faced cheek. That was good. That was good punish. Yeah, that was good. That That was really nice. Um, Okay. Yeah. Well, that, my friend, takes us on to a bloody great segue into a brand new... Yeah, so I think this this is probably going to be a running feature for some time now. Um, might replace Totally Topical a little bit here and there. I think that's just... Dep- depends on what comes out of yeah. the... Uh, so uh, hit us with the uh, the title of the show, the uh, the feature. Well, I think it speaks for itself, doesn't it? Here we go. It does. Who the fuck invited Dave? Perfectly uh, introduced by who the fuck invited Dave? Our good friend Joe Isaacs. Thanks for that. Love it. Um, yeah, this is who the fuck invited Dave. So Dave uh, is our good friend that you heard in episode R for the Rise Against. He was our guest that week. He's going to do this every week for us. He's going to uh, give us a challenge, talk about something, or just anything in in particular that's on his mind. So let's see. We hear what Dave's uh, got for us this week. Let's do it. Hey guys, it's Dave. So this week is tea, and for me, tea is all about tele shopping. Those like half an hour adverts on early mornings or late nights for just crappy novelty products, which I kind of love for the ways they get naff actors on 
would just make a complete life-altering drama about something really, really stupid to sell their product. Like, oh yes, here, buy a little novelty table that fits into your lap, and here's our actor going through a midlife crisis because they can't possibly get their regular table on here. Nothing works, nothing fits, nothing is the same, life is a sham! So when you guys have a little go, Chris, I want you to pitch teleshopping selling as some novelty product. And Jamie, I want you to help him out by being his terrible actor trying to make a big epic drama out of the problem. Right. Let's see what happens, guys. Keep rocking. All right. Okay. Oh. So uh, thinking on the fly, here we Thanks, go. Dave. Um, okay. Um, should I do it in the, the silly radio voice? Yeah, why not? Um, hey, listeners, do you hate it when you get dog shit on your favorite shoes? Well, tell him, Jay. How much does it annoy you when you get dog shit on your favorite shoes? I hate getting dog shit on my shoes. How angry does it get you? Very angry. Angrier than you sound right now? <laughs> <laughs> you seem quite placid. I'm a very placid man, but I hate getting dog shit on my shoes. Well, have I got the invention for you? Tell us. What we're going to do? Those shoes? We're going to seal them in concrete. With new slab tech feet. Slabby feet. Full of concrete. No dog shit on them. How does that make you feel, Jay? I can't see my shoes anymore, but they're not covered in dog shit. What a win. Call now on 0800-1234-YOUR-MUM for 20%. <laughs> oh, we did so well. <laughs> 25% off your first pair of concrete shoes. Yeah, Slab Tech Feet. Actually, there's a company called Slab Tech. Not Slab Tech Feet. <laughs> slab Feet. Cool. Right. Thanks. There you go, Dave. Oh, thanks, Dave. Um, yeah. I'd be intrigued to hear what you've got for uh, you next week. Yeah. That was... Um... Can you sign us off with um, the jingle? Well, I, I, I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Who the fuck invited Dave? Wow. Thanks, Joe. One more time. Thanks, Dave. Who the fuck invited Dave? Love it. Yeah, so more of um, who the fuck invited Dave next week. More of who the fuck invited Dave next week. Right. Um, I've got a, uh, a... What do you call it for you now, Chris? A challenge, haven't I? You have in our um, otherwise um, well-known... Uh, <laughs> with a, a great jingle called oh that music every time take your face for a shit take your face for a shit <laughs> Yeah. That's my favourite bit. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Oh, I don't know. All right, here we go. So I've People got. Keep listening. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I've got forty words for you to um, give me the second part of the word. Oh, okay, so yes, this is the, the take your face for a shit where it's basically it's a pressured environment where you say one word and I say the first thing that comes to my mind, do you like dog shit on your shoes? <laughs> I like concrete on my shoes. Slab feet, what you need. Right, here we go. So first thing that comes to mind, you ready? Yep. Go. Ready. <laughs> no. Okay, afraid. Scared. Boring. Funny. Closet. Coming out of. Communication. Tower. Falling. Down. Laugh. Out loud. Magic. Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pain. 
Jimmy Eat World. Ah, Panic. At the discount. <laughs> Pants. Underwear. Cock. Rooster. Rock. <laughs> rock. Oh, rock. Yeah. Um, rock hard. Toilet. Paper. Hole. Courtney Love. These are good. Dark. Ness. <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> oh, band related. Uh, dawn. French. Moon. Ing. Very, very, very relatable. Topical, I yeah. like topical. Good, very yeah. good. Gypsy. King. Morning. Glory. Semi. Hard on. <laughs> Fart. Me. <laughs> Blowing. Me. Give. Me. <laughs> Flap. Fanny. <laughs> Sunshine. Fanny. <laughs> Thunderstorm. Thundercats. <laughs> and raccoon. Oh, the the, the guy from Tyler Fine. That's really hard. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Um, oh, on the end of that again. To try to not think about it for too long is difficult. It, and like, try, I can't give one word answers on some of it. Raccoon. I don't. Well, what do you want me to do with that raccoon? Yeah, I just when you say raccoon, um, what was that TV show with the guys with the pink noses? Um, the raccoons. <laughs> Was it called the raccoons? I think he was sneaking suspicion in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? If it's not, fair enough, but if we'd have deliberated for like ages. Yeah. Like, and be like, what is it? And someone's like emails and it's like, yeah, that show about the raccoons where you're talking about the raccoons for ages, it's called the fucking raccoons. <laughs> I I uh, I love that show. So much I remember its name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Have you got a, um, a lyrical lunacy this week? Did we ever have a jingle for that? I don't think we did, no. no. Right. This can be it. Still weighing. I don't know where the button is. It stopped. Good. All right. This is the part of the show where A this T D E F G H I. Who's this guy? Yeah, this is the part of the show where uh, it relates to the band of the week. So this will be a Taken Back Sunday song. Um, Chris is going to give me a lyric from the song, and I've got a guess A, B, or C to complete the lyric. Yes. So the lyric is. I really want to sing it, but I can't. Can if you want. Go on, just say it. You need me like a A, B, or C. Go on, just say it. Um, uh, C. Go on, just say it. You need me like a mad hobbit. <laughs> no. Or you could have had B. Go on, just say it. You need me like a sad rabbit. It's it was not, in fact. Go on, just say it. You need me like a bad. Habit. Oh man! Equalizer. So what's what's the scores on that? I think it's either three all or four all. All right, it's going on four because um, we keep getting. So I think it's three. Uh, three, three. Lunacy. C. C. <clears throat> three. All right. Okay, loving it. Right, when we get to ten. I think it was um, on the last show. Or yeah. the last drunk cast, someone has to buy someone a beer or something. I think, that's I think it would, let's go for that. Okay. Whoever wins by Z. So what we've got, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six normal shows left. Possibly some briefages. Yeah. And um, a drunk cast or two to, to lob in there. So, okay. yeah, uh, to be fair, that yeah it could be ten anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Whoever's got a high score on Z buys the other person some beers of choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not as if we, uh, we, uh, we plan this heavily, is it? No. 
Okay, so that wraps up episode T. It's been so much fun talking about Take Mac Sunday. Um, Really enjoyed it. Jay, what have you got for us at the end of the show tonight? Yeah, to play you out tonight, we've introduced you to a new band called Not Dead Yet from Weymouth Dorset, from where we're from. Uh, They're really cool. These guys have got a new EP coming out next week on the 9th, Friday the 9th of September, called Heart in a Pizza Box. But check this uh, single out from the EP called 99. This is Not Dead Yet. <laughs> 